Hey, I'm Ashley Waldbauer, and you're listening to Nevertheless, Shlee Persisted, a podcast slash audio diary where we prioritize gratitude and unpack why we keep on persisting. Welcome to another episode of Nevertheless, Shalee Persisted. It's me, it's your girl, Shalee, back at it again for another week. Oh my goodness, guys. How the heck is it already Thanksgiving week? When did that happen? I blinked and here we are. But I'm also so incredibly excited because I love Thanksgiving. But I'll get into that later. I hope you all are doing well and having a great week so far. Uh, let's just let's dive right in with some gratitude let's give thanks this week (laughs) not that it's any different from any other week truly because we are practicing gratitude every week friends but uh yeah let's dive into the gratitude list Alrighty, first up on the list is making new playlists Oh, you guys, I just was in a mood this week and I made a playlist and uh here's the thing Okay, don't judge me too hard, but your girl used to be an Apple Music girly. And I know you can make playlists on Apple Music, obviously, but it is, I don't know why it's so much more satisfying on Spotify. I um, love Spotify a lot. And this is not an ad, even though, hey, Spotify, (laughs) we'll get there. We'll get there one day when I have millions of listeners. We're manifesting. But yeah, so I'm... I guess I've had Spotify for the past year now and I love it. I love it so much and making a playlist is just like I think it's easier on Spotify to be honest. But yeah, I just was in a mood this week and made a couple of playlists. We're getting ready for Christmas. It's coming up um and I was like revisiting that playlist and adding a couple of things and then because I'm a nerd, I made a new musical theater playlist of just like songs that I just that get me in a mood of like just loving and appreciating musical theater. So there was that. And then I'm also a nerd because I created another playlist for like my audition book for this upcoming audition season where like I put songs um, that are like all in my vocal audition book. So when I'm on my way to auditions, I can just like play them and be like, okay, I know these songs. And if they ask for another song that I, I, feel like since I've already heard it once throughout the day like it just helps me anyway there's that but yeah I just love a good playlist I love it so much obviously I don't think I've plugged this in a really long time but uh, I have a playlist for nevertheless Shelly persisted um I think I named it nevertheless this playlist existed which I think is hilarious (laughs) and I'll share the link on my Instagram uh for you to go Uh, look at and also you can add songs to it I made it public so feel free to add whatever songs that you love and get you going in the morning and are grateful for so feel free to do that I'll once again drop it on my Instagram which is at neverthelessly persisted please go follow me for all fun goodies behind the scene goodies uh shlee goodies and uh speaking of shlee goodies oh my gosh this did I didn't mean for this to be uh, (laughs) housekeeping but it's gonna be part housekeeping uh sign up for my newsletter which is called Chili's goodies which is what we're going full circle here okay it's what it reminded me of so please go sign up for that as well also on my instagram go to my link tree sign up really easy just drop your email in the little 
I almost said search bar. That's not right. But there's like a little bar that you insert it in and whatever. You're on the list. And uh, so do that, please. It's fun. I enjoy it. I love making it. And um, I love when you get to read it. Woohoo. Um, anyway, <laughs> love a playlist. <laughs> that's, that's really what it is. And if you have a kick-ass playlist that you want to send my way, please do. I love listening to playlists and music because who doesn't like listening to music? Okay. <laughs> so that is number one on the list. Number two. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to talk about this. It is Drunk Shakespeare. So if you haven't heard, it's this show off Broadway called Drunk Shakespeare. And my girlfriend, Ashley, and also a friend of the pod, if you haven't listened to our episode together, please go listen to it. It's a good time, fun time. I love her and we're hilarious together, if I do say so myself. But she works for Drunk Shakespeare. And it was her boyfriend, Ryan's birthday. Happy belated birthday, Ryan. Woohoo, we love you. We went to Drunk Shakespeare and it was so much fun. I loved it so much. Uh, they basically perform Macbeth like in a bridge version, but one of the actors gets like drunk and is like taking shots throughout the <laughs> entire show and they get to cause chaos and mayhem and I am so here for it. There's lots of improv elements that are also involved, which I eat that shit up because if you know me, you know I'm an improv girly. I was on an improv troupe in college um, for like three years and I loved it so much. So much so that like before I moved to New York, I was trying to decide between going to Chicago to kind of pursue more of a comedy uh, career versus New York musical theater. Obviously chose New York, but I love improv so, so, so incredibly much. And when you mix Shakespeare with it, <laughs> fun so much fun i love shakespeare i love improv i highly recommend if you want to go i'll go again because every show is different every show is different and i love it i love it yeah big big fan number three on the list um <laughs> this is so specific but uh, texts that are like hey here's this this made me think of you or this happened today and this made me think of you so that's what i put down this made me think of you in quotes texts that you receive from your friends and I love that so much I always just makes my heart go oh that's so sweet I can't believe you just thought of me randomly during your day I love this let's chat about it um and I received like a couple of those this week and it, it just makes my day I love I I love it yeah honestly there, there's not much more to say about those texts I just uh, I think they they make me feel all warm and fuzzy inside and it's just sweet that you saw something and it made you think of me and you decided to share that with me and now we can talk about it and I love my friends and I love a good made me think of you text okay number four on the list Goodreads. Listen, I know people shit on the app, but I love it. If you don't know, Goodreads is basically an app where you can like track your progress with like the books that you're reading. And it's also just a fun little like community where you can, you know, talk about different books and where you're at currently and when you post like where you're at in the book on the app like your friends can comment on it and you can also add like funny comments or things that you're thinking about like during your reading process and I just love it so much I love it and I love going on to see where my friends are at in a specific book 
yeah, it's just, it's fun because I'm like, ooh, buckle up. You don't know what's about to come. And I, yeah, I just love hearing people's thoughts like during their, their reading. Yeah, I love, I love a Goodreads moment. And if you want to follow me, it's just my name at Ashley Waldbauer. Let's be friends. I would love, love to hear your thoughts on the books that you are consuming because I consume a lot of books. Yeah. Also, since we're here, and because I apparently am just doing housekeeping in the middle of my gratitude list, uh, you should also follow me on TikTok at Ashley Waldbauer because I do post a lot of like book reviews and um, book recommendations and all of that jazz, uh, along with other content, obviously. But yeah, the books, the book recs are a big part of my TikTok. So go follow me there as well. Follow me at Goodreads and TikTok. Okay, number five on my gratitude list is 37 questions. Now, what does this mean? Great question, friends. I'm about to tell you. So I hung out with my friends, Patrick and Maya. Patrick, dear friend of life and the pod, and Maya, who is in six with me on the cruise ship. They live together and they live like 10 minutes away from me, which is incredible. Love it so much. And we had just like a chill night together where we were drinking and chatting and all of that. And there's like this New York Times article that's like 37 questions. Ooh, I'm gonna butcher the name of this article. It's like 37 questions to like fall in love or something along the lines of that. And... (laughs) Maya had the idea of like, hey, let's like randomly pick numbers and just like answer the questions with one another. And listen, I love it. I love it so much. I love a deep chat, especially when you're a little tipsy (laughs) and not feeling, I guess, as guarded. I don't know. Not that I was guarded with them by any means, but like, I don't know. When you have some liquid courage in you, then you, you know, you tend to open up a bit more and don't feel as like, "Uh, do I say this? kind of thing and not all of the questions are like super personal and serious some are like fun and silly um so it was a a good little mix but yeah i'll i'll put that link to the article in my newsletter wink wink nudge nudge go sign up um if you want to test it out on your friends because listen it was a fun time i think the article was like written for like a romantic partnership but fuck that you can totally do that with your friends i I'm in love with my friends. So (laughs) there. Number six on the gratitude list. It is words of affirmation. Listen, I do love me some words of affirmation. I love a compliment here and there. Um, Yeah, I've just kind of been showered with love and words of affirmation this past week. And I just really appreciate it. Um, Here's the thing. I used to not be a words of affirmation girly in terms of giving words of affirmation. I don't know why. I don't... uh, I I don't know why, but I just like was not easy to give compliments and it's something that I've been really working on because like I have so much love for the people in my life and I want them to know it and so it's been like on my mind for maybe the past two years where I just want to like tell people how much I love them and how awesome they are and how much I think that they rock Um, and so I, I notice it when I receive it as well and I know it's like not the for some reason it's, it can it cannot be the easiest thing. I think it comes naturally to some, but like to me it does not come naturally um in terms of like actually saying how you feel about someone um and so I'm just really cognizant of it. And this week I've just received a lot of words of affirmation randomly and I just oh, I love it. 
Thank you. So if you've given me a compliment this week, uh, thank you so much. It means a lot to me, which is, you know, this is such a shly thing where I'm like, let me analyze how much I love words of affirmation and why I didn't in the past and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, such a nerdy thing, but it's true. I just, I, I love it. I love a good compliment and I love giving compliments and I used to not always be that way. And it's one of the many things I love about me uh, presently. Yeah. Okay, number seven, the last one on the list is waking up and feeling hot. <laughs> I know that's kind of silly to say, but when you get ready in the morning or if you just like wake up and you're like, oh, you are stunning. Like when you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, you're stunning, you're beautiful. Like why would you ever think anything different? Um, and I think this is coming from a gal with... <laughs> who has experienced and maybe currently has some body dysmorphia. So like when you have those days where you're like, I'm hot as fuck, like you lean into that. You lean into that energy. <laughs> and that kind of happened to me a couple of times this week where I was like, yes, I'm feeling this outfit. I'm feeling the makeup. I'm feeling just like everything about myself. And we're going to roll with that. Yeah. And I've honestly been feeling that more and more like, as I wake up and like no makeup and like dark under eye circles, like I still just like look at myself and I'm like, you are stunning. You are gorgeous. You keep this shit up, man. Um, I, I don't know why. I think it's just maybe it's just a good mental health week or whatever, but I'm leaning into it, friends. And I when I feel that way in the morning, I will take that by the horns. Is that a saying? Take that by the horns? Take that by the reins? No, I think it is horns. <laughs> oh, please. Yeah, I guess technically it's take the bull by the horns. But I'm not really sure that analogy totally connects perfectly with what I was saying. But you understand. You get it. Whatever. <laughs> okay, friends, there's my gratitude list of the week. Um, yeah. <laughs> Okay, do I have any other housekeeping things before I move on to the thoughts and feelings of the week, which I'm thrilled to get into? Um, I think the only one that I didn't say in my gratitude list was, hey, if you, I have to sneeze, hold on. Oh my God. Okay, I think the only one that I didn't say was if you are a podcaster, if you have a podcast, if you have a small business, if you have an event coming up, please let me know and I'll plug you. We can trade ads. We can get the word out because I'd love to shout you out. And there's that. Woohoo. Okay. I think that's all my housekeeping. I know I'm boring, but whatever. Oh, I lied. Please rate me on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I know I just talk shit about Apple Music, but I do like Apple Podcasts. <laughs> do I still listen to my podcasts on Spotify? Yeah, but I used to also listen <laughs> through Apple Podcasts. Anyway, I like both of them. Just if you want to rate me, please do that because it helps me a lot and gets the word out way more if you like and subscribe and follow and all of that all of the above yeah okay 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 I'm done with housekeeping I promise okay let's chat thoughts and feelings friends thoughts and feelings of the week so briefly I just want to talk about Thanksgiving and how much I love and adore it as you know I'm a fall girly. You know I love fall. And uh, Thanksgiving, I just love it so, so, so incredibly much. And listen, sometimes I feel bad for Thanksgiving because I feel like people are so eager to get 
to Christmas that they're just like, yeah, let's just get through Thanksgiving, which I hear you. If you're a Christmas girly, I love and support you in that. I love Christmas too, but I do want to give Thanksgiving the respect it deserves. So yes, maybe I'm a Grinch. You can call me a Grinch in terms of like, I don't listen to Christmas music until after Thanksgiving and I don't put up Christmas decorations till after Thanksgiving, but it's because I love it so much. I love it. And I, uh, uh, I'm so excited for this year. Um, Matt and I started a tradition. Well, it technically started at home, like growing up, honestly. But um, I always get up early in the morning and watch the Macy's Thanksgiving parade. Um, and I know what you're thinking. Oh my gosh, Ashley, you're in New York, so you probably go in person. Hell no, hell no, I don't go in person. Not, that is not happening. Mostly because why would I go and see it in person? when I can sit at home and watch it from my TV and drink coffee and make cinnamon rolls, which I do every year. Um, Plus, if you're at the parade, number one, it's cold as hell usually. Number two, when you're at the parade, you only see like a portion of the parade. Like you don't see all of the performances and that is what I live for. I I love it so much. So yeah, I'm going to sit my ass down at home and watch it from my TV, from the warmth of my bed with coffee and cinnamon roll in hand. So yeah, so there's that. That's a big Thanksgiving tradition for me. Um, And yeah, and then we do a little Friendsgiving, which I love. I stay in New York usually just because I usually make the trek back home for Christmas time. So to save money, I stay home. And uh, yeah, and we have so many dear friends here in the city every year. So we just do a fun little Friendsgiving. I'm usually on pie duty, which that's not that big of a shock I don't think because I love to bake and yeah I love making pies it's just so so much fun I love and adore it I literally went grocery shopping this morning and got all of my supplies and I'm ready I am ready to bake friends um so yeah that's very very fun And obviously, I mean, I just love Thanksgiving, especially more, I think, this year because of my gratitude practice and because I I do it every day um, and really make sure I carve out some time to just like reflect on everything that I love about life and I love about my life. And I just appreciate I have this like newfound appreciation for Thanksgiving even more so than I had because like we really get to dig into gratitude a little bit more I don't know I think I just I've I've seen how prioritizing gratitude has transformed my life in the past year and it's fun to just be like able to you know do more of that on Thanksgiving but also just like reflect on how it's changed my life in the past year too so I feel like there is like a little different air about Thanksgiving this year um because I am grateful (laughs) I'm just I'm grateful (laughs) um and I don't know I I feel like in the past it was like yeah give thanks on Thanksgiving woohoo thankful for the food thankful for friends and family but it just gratitude just means a lot more to me this year than any other year if that makes sense um yeah yeah that's how I feel about it I love Thanksgiving and I'm very excited for Christmas don't get me wrong but um Thanksgiving is my shit bro I love it so much yeah okay I think those are all my thoughts on Thanksgiving big fan big fan 
Oh, also, if you have any Thanksgiving recommendations or not recommendations, Thanksgiving recipes is what I meant to say that you swear by and love so much, please send them my way because I would love to try them out because I love food and I love making food and cooking and baking and all of the above. So if you have any recipes that you want to send and throw my way, please do because I love food and I love you all. Yeah. All right, friends. So let's dive into the second half of the thoughts and feelings portion. Spent a brief moment on Thanksgiving, but now I did this thing this week where I opened up a little Q&A box question box whatever you want to call it on instagram where i was like hey friends do you have anything you want me to talk about this week or do you have any questions for me or topics whatever and i got some really good questions and i'm gonna answer them so we're gonna start with the first question that i received which is a fun one one that i don't think i've talked about on this podcast and um bear with me because it is a little musical theatery but i don't care I am a musical theater kid and that's just something that you're going to have to cope with. So, so yes, the first question is, what are my dream roles? Um, Such a fun one. I have so many that I'm just kind of going to try and race through so you don't get bored. But here, here are some of my all time dream roles that I would love to uh, accomplish in the future. Number one for me, well, okay, these are in no particular order. Let me just say that. They, they, these are just the ones that came to my brain at first. So at first, mm, came to my brain first. There we go. <laughs> There's a sentence. Um, okay, so the first one I have on here, which I don't think is a shock to anyone if you know me, but it's Jenna and Waitress. Listen, I love me some Sarah Bareilles. I think her music fits really well in my voice, and it's just an easier style for me to sing. I, I guess pop, whatever, musical theater pop, whatever you want to call it, um, and I just have such a love for Waitress. Um, I followed it since the beginning because I'm a big Sarah Bareilles fan, and I like listened to the concept album with her and Jason Mraz at the start and fell in love with it and was like oh I just I love it I love it so much and honestly anything that Jesse Mueller who's a Broadway actress plays like I just want to play too because um I've talked about on this podcast how I feel like as a performer I'm kind of a a chameleon and can fit into a lot of different types of roles and different roles um it's one of the things I'm really grateful for uh, in terms of like just how my voice is and and my voice is just really easy to manipulate between different genres and styles of music and I feel like Jessie Mueller was kind of the first actress that I saw that I was like that that's me she was the first one that I could really relate to and um, was the first one that I I really wanted to follow my career after. Um, yeah, and, and Jessie Mueller originated the role of Jenna and Waitress, and I just love her so much, and I would love, love, love to play her. Um, <laughs> if you've known me from my TCU days in college, you know how much uh, I love to sing her stuff, like pretty much any uh, cabaret or what, like any performance where I got to pick a song, it would usually be Waitress. Uh, yeah, I just, I love it so much. And I think it's about to be done like regionally more and more here coming up. So, hey, send good thoughts and vibes. Oh my God, my heater, chill. This is what it's like living in New York. Oh my God, it's so aggressive. I sorry side note we're gonna have to do a side note here really quick oh 
if you can even hear me through this side note through my heater geez um I, anyway i saw this tiktok that was hilarious um because it was like an snl skit uh recently with timothy chalamet or timothy what however you want to say it um and it's like it was a reoccurring gag because it's like the second time he's like been this rapper and it's like clang 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 and he basically raps like these crazy words i'm not doing it justice go look it up i'll also probably put it in my newsletter and uh yeah it was like new york heaters in in the fall slash winter and it's like clang 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 drip drip yeah whatever i'm not gonna try and wrap it Anyway, that's what that reminded me of. Anyway, so sorry for the detour there. I just... Ugh. New York heaters, man. Anyway, Jenna and waitress. <laughs> that's my first dream roll. Remember when I said I was going to zoom through these? <laughs> LOL. Okay, we're moving on. Second one. The, the second dream roll that I listed, I have talked about on this podcast and it's Maisie and Shucked. Um, I love Shucked. I think it's a genius musical. I'm so sad it's closing in ja January. <laughs> so sad it's closing in January. Um, yeah and but 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 that being said it is going on tour and I just I would love to play her so please send good vibes my way for that as well. Super fun. The third role I have is also not a shocker if you've seen my Instagram at all, and it's Carol King and Beautiful, also a role played by Jesse Mueller. I love Carol King, and I've gone in for this role a good amount of times now, and I get really close, and then it just doesn't happen. But um, I'm still holding hope out for this year because a lot of theaters are still doing it, so Carol King, boom, roasted. Number four is uh, Maureen in Rent. Uh, that's pretty self-explanatory. I love Rent. I think it's so fun. Maureen is like just such a kick-ass character. Another like pop rock song, song, musical that uh, I love. And yeah, she's a fun and spunky gal. So there's that. There's not much to say, to be honest, if you know the show. So there's that. Okay, my next one is kind of fun. One that I didn't think that I would ever really fit the bill for. But listen, give me a couple years and I think I can do it. I think I might be a little too young to play her right now or look a little too young. But I would love to play Delia in Beetlejuice. Uh, if you don't know the musical, it's basically like Lydia or like the Winona Ryder characters. Like, well, they change it from the movie to the musical, but it's like Lydia's, I don't know, life coach, basically, that's like also sleeping with Lydia's dad. Spoiler alert. I don't think it's that big of a spoiler. But she has this incredible, incredible song called No Reason. And it's very woo-woo and like, ah, the universe. And it's awesome. And she's just really funny. It's a funny character. And I would absolutely love to play her. Okay, the next, I have a lot of dream roles, you guys. Sorry we're we're getting there we're, we're, we're getting through the list um also if you know me i don't think this is gonna be a surprise to you but my all-time favorite musical is light in the piazza by adam gettle i love it the music's incredible and i've worked on the material a lot and i would love to play clara um we're getting close to the age where i probably can't play her anymore but uh i don't know i still have hope that i will play her one day it's not a musical done often but i i'm just so determined to play this character also, 
I it's a soprano role and I don't get to do soprano roles very often um, mostly because I think pop rock musicals are so incredibly popular right now so like that's just kind of the style more so than like legit singing but I love being a soprano I love a golden age musical and um, I miss singing that style a lot it's kind of like what I started with like singing wise and like style wise growing up and yeah I just I miss it a lot um yeah and when I'm older I have to play the mom Margaret because she has one of the best songs in musical theater history in my opinion fable which is her song at the end it closes the show and it is an incredible number the lyrics the music oh it's so 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 good please go give it a listen one of my favorite uh musical theater songs of all time uh next on my list is also another golden age musical well light in the piazza is not golden age it's contemporary but it's the legit theater style you know what i mean but this one is straight up golden age and it's amalia and she loves me another soprano role i love her character so 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 much if you've seen the movie you've got mail uh this that well that movie was based on this musical and this story um and Oh, it's so, so good. And I relate to her character so much. And it's a little enemies to lovers moment, which, you know, I eat that shit up. So, yeah, I would love to play that role. Okay, these last three are roles that, like, I don't think I'll ever play. I know I won't ever play, but I just thought that they would be fun. And I'm just going to throw them in there because I would love to tackle them at some point, even though it's probably never going to happen. So the first one is Eurydice in Hades Town. Um, I love Hades Town so so incredibly much. It's one of my favorite um, recent contemporary musicals. It's still kicking on Broadway, and I love it so much. Eurydice is a kick-ass character. Um, usually, it's played by someone POC, which I think is incredible, and I think it's the way the story should be told anyway. So that's why I say that I don't think I'd ever play her. But I would love to play a Fate too. That would be bomb. Um, there's uh, just the the whole the whole musical is incredible and uh I yeah I love it I love it I love it so much okay I would love to play Judas and Jesus Christ Superstar I love it I you know Andrew Lloyd Webber I have mixed feelings about to be honest but Jesus Christ Superstar pretty solid musical big fan of it and Judas is a kick-ass character and ugh, heaven on their minds incredible song and I would love love to tackle it I would love to tackle it um but alas they don't usually hire women in that role but whatever I still would like to do it um so if you were in a production or looking to cast a woman as Judas I'm your girl listen I'm small but fierce as hell so hire me anyway okay the last dream role that I have on my list that I probably won't ever play is Pippin in Pippin I would love to play Pippin. Uh, also, usually played by a dude, but whatever. Uh, Corner of the Skies, one of my favorite songs ever also. And I've also sung that song for like many a cabaret in the past. And yeah, I love it. I love the story. I think it's so much fun. It's a, it's just such a fun musical. And uh, who doesn't love a Fosse musical? Am I right? Even though Pippin doesn't really dance, but whatever. But yeah, okay. There's th those are all the dream roles that I have now. Honestly, there are probably so many more that I would love to tackle and play. But yeah, the, those are the current dream roles. And uh, yeah, they change every day. But that's that's what my brain said presently. 
Okay, the next question, we're moving on here, friends. And the next question that I got was, what are five things I loved about performing on a cruise ship and five things that I hated? Amazing question. Um, oh, so many things to put on these lists. But I'll start with the good ones first. Here are five things I loved about performing on a cruise ship. Number one, the connections, the relationships. I loved working with the people that I did on the cruise ship. Um, you've probably heard me talk about it at length at this point, or if you haven't heard my sixth episode, um, I talk about it a lot there. But just the the women that I performed with are absolutely incredible and just some dear, dear friends of mine. And it just, it was so, so awesome being with them on the cruise ship. And although it was kind of a traumatic experience, there's no one else that I would rather go through it with. Um, also, just the the people that were in Jersey Boys as well are some of my best friends to this day. Obviously, that's where I met Matt. That's where I met Patrick. Um, and yeah, I just, ugh, the people, the people really made that experience for me, um, which I know is not true of every contract and especially not every cruise ship contract. But um, I think because of all the shit that went down, like these people were put in that situation for a very specific reason, I believe. Um, and yeah, they are some some dear, dear friends of mine and I, I love them all. So that's number one on my list. Number two is just performing in general. I mean, Six is a fun show. I loved performing in it. I loved being a swing. Um, and performing was so much fun. And, uh, you know, it's not great because I was on there, you know, in the midst of COVID. Uh, so a lot of people were down quite often, which was hard. But also I got to perform a lot more because I am a swing or I was a swing. And that was nice to be able to kind of sit in some of these roles and perform these roles multiple times which I know is not the case with um most swings on these cruise ship contracts but yeah performing was awesome um also there were so many other performance opportunities like we did a Christmas show and other cabarets and things like that um which was also really really fun as well so how could I not say the actual performance aspect loads of fun number three on the list um this one, I actually probably would put on something that I love and hate about the cruise ship, but I chose to kind of add it in the loved <laughs> slot, I guess. And that's the fact that you're pretty unplugged in terms of like, you don't really have Wi-Fi. You don't really, you can't like call or FaceTime really unless it's through WhatsApp. You have to pay for Wi-Fi. Woohoo. Super fun. Thanks, Norwegian. Um, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, I think there's a part of me that like really like to be unplugged and just to like be and not be on my phone all the time. Um, yeah, I think I, I mostly enjoyed it. <laughs> enjoyed the, that aspect I guess of it but uh yeah that that could also be a con on the list as well because then you you know you you get off on land and you're like oh my god look at all of these texts and it's overwhelming and look at all the news that I missed and there's so much happening in the world right now and I am have been on a cruise ship so you know eh, there's both sides of the coin there but uh it was nice to kind of be unplugged and be like okay just <sighs> off my phone I don't yeah it, yeah there you go but it was also nice to like not be on your phone 24 7 as well number four the travel um the fact that I got to go through Mexico and all of that even though I once again COVID didn't get to go off very much but I did a little bit and when I did it was a lot of fun 
So that's like the nice thing about cruise ships is that you are able to travel now. And especially because COVID is like kind of calmed down a little bit, um, or at least people are less afraid of it now. Um, like if you're going on a, a cruise ship contract currently, you'll get to explore a lot more than like I did. But the moments that I did were super fun. Mexico. I mean, how can you not have fun? <laughs> okay. And number five, I don't mean this as a joke. Like it's, it's like a straight up fact, but it's the pay. Listen, cruise ships pay you a lot to perform. And that is like one of the, the most, um, appealing aspects of the contract because yes, you're going to be gone from home for like, you know, seven to eight months, depending on the contract, some are even a year long. Um, but the pay, is incredible you know that you're gonna have a cushion coming off the cruise ship and that that's a nice feeling we love stability in this household okay let's chat about some of the things i hated um okay number one the rules ah my god and how they are constantly changing listen there are so many damn rules that you have to follow on a cruise ship. It just kind of made me feel like I was in elementary school again. And it made me kind of want to rebel. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, you. there's a dress code really to be in passenger area, which is it's just so silly in my opinion. Like you can't wear jeans. You can't like show your, your shoulders as a female, which was stupid. And that's like, a. I think that's like a newer rule from like when Matt was on the ship. I'm not sure they totally enforced that when we were on the ship. But like, yeah, women couldn't show show their shoulders or their elbows or something like that, which is so stupid. Are we in the fucking 1800s still? What? Um, but that, I think, just goes to show that the rules are constantly changing. For one cast, it can be one thing. And another cast, it can be another. And it's just like, who makes this shit up? Who does it? And I don't know, man. I do feel like... It's nice being a performer on a cruise ship because there are certain privileges that you do get. Like as a cruise ship performer, you do get to go in passenger areas and not all crew members have that ability. Um, but I do think like the officers or the people that are like making up these rules or, you know, enforcing them know that and kind of use that against you. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be straight up honest with you all here. And sometimes I feel like some of the crew members are like out to get the performers um yeah and we'll catch you in like stupid ass rules that you're like come on man i'm just like trying to go eat at the fucking buffet and you're gonna tell me to you know cover up my shoulders or i can't wear this or uh, whatever but yeah it's just kind of stupid all of the stupid rules <laughs> i'm just like ugh. and i'm a rule follower that is coming from a rule follower okay <laughs> from someone who is usually pretty on top of that and like respects rules but yeah i think it was a little overboard on a cruise ship haha <laughs> overboard but i'll be here all week <laughs> okay number two this honestly kind of goes with number one and um it's like the sh this the social standings on the ship or i guess is how i would put it in terms of like I just feel like there's this weird hierarchy um, on a ship where it's like obviously officers are at the top, but like there are also like room stewards that just like uh, they just don't get treated very well and it, it doesn't make me feel very good. And like I know these crew members are coming from places like the Philippines and all over the world where they're making a really good living on this cruise ship for the, them to send money back home to, but I just 
uh, the way that they're treated is it just doesn't sit well with me. And I don't know, they, it just feels like they don't have any time off. And like it kind of made you feel bad because like you're really only performing a couple times a week. And then you're like chilling for the rest of the week while like other stewards and and people that are working in restaurants are like working their asses off. And it just kind of made you feel like a, a bad human, <laughs> to be honest. I... Uh, yeah, I don't love that about the cruise ships, not at all. Number three, okay, the entitlement of passengers, okay, sore. How do I even want to dive into this? So, cruise ship, people that go on cruise ships, <laughs> they're usually older, they're usually white, uh, and they usually have a lot of privilege, and... Uh, Sometimes they're just not the nicest people. And yeah, I just... The entitlement, man. I don't know. Not that like all people who go on cruise ships are like bad by any means, obviously. But like some of these people that would just be on cruise ships are just so, so ungrateful. And um, are just privileged, I guess. I just... uh, There's not much I can say on it, honestly. But just like some of the people that you come across on cruise ships it's just like oh my god you are a piece of work yeah there's that number four uh the disregard for performers uh in in parentheses i wrote we are not monkeys so here's the deal is i feel like as performers there are certain things that you need um in terms of like we need a gym and we need good food to perform and I I just felt like sometimes the people in leadership were just very much like dance monkey dance um I don't care about your conditions and I think that really was um prevalent because of all of the COVID stuff that we were going through once again where they just were like yeah I don't care if you're sick you need to perform or whatever they would like try to get around testing and things like that I they just don't really have any regard for your your physical being or your physical health or your mental health they're just kind of like do do your job perform and I don't know there was just times where I was like hey remember that we're all human um it can it can be a pretty grueling thing to work and perform on a cruise ship and I yeah sometimes it just didn't feel like the managers and the officers were like on our side at all or cared about anything that we were feeling or going through I, I there just wasn't a lot of support but then I don't know just once again it I just have a lot of conflicting feelings because like because we did have more amenities and we had more privileges like we shouldn't be complaining because like other crew members are getting treated worse but then again at the same time it's like well how is anything going to change if we don't like speak up uh, it just it was a lot just going in circles but yeah sometimes I just was like hey I'm a human and not just someone who sings and dances like freaking monkey but whatever okay there's that um okay the last thing number five uh is just the bubble <laughs> that that is cruise ship life it kind of feels like college in, in the sense of like you're constantly with these people and you can never get away but like honestly on a ship you actually can't get away which can be tough like sometimes you just feel a little trapped and I think one of the hard lessons that I learned on the cruise ship or coming off of the cruise ship are like ship people are not real life people um so sometimes there are relationships that like 
change in real life. I don't know. The ship, ship life is just a totally weird and different thing. And it's really hard to explain to someone who hasn't been on a ship. But um, sometimes like being on a ship is like kind of being in survival mode. And so like you do what you can to survive. Um, And when you get back into the real world, like some of the relationships that you thought were really strong on the ship, like aren't in real life. Like you kind of realize like when you don't have the ship or like the show in common, they're like, what do you even talk about? And so (laughs) sometimes that kind of sucks because you're like, ah, I thought you were a really close friend. And then when you go into real life, you're like, we actually don't have anything in common now. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that's not super fun to go through. But yeah, it just like the close quarters of it all is just really, really hard to navigate and can oddly just feel really, really lonely at times. So yeah, that those are the the top five things that I love and the, the top five things that I really didn't love. Um, yeah, yeah, cruise ships are weird, man. And if you have any more specific questions, please send them my way. I'd be happy to answer them because I know that was kind of like a Spark Notes version of it all. Um, and if you even want to get a better idea, once again, go listen to my sixth episode because it's a doozy, friends. Um, yeah. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I have more questions to answer Um, and we're already like 50 minutes into this podcast or something like that. Um, So I think I'm going to do a part two. I didn't think I would do this, but here I am. We're going to do a part two next week. So if you didn't hear your question this week, it's going to be next week. Um, And once again, thank you all so much who sent in a question. I appreciate it so much and love to chat about whatever you want to hear. And if you think of a question that you want me to chat about, next week send it my way uh because i can totally add it in but yeah uh did not expect for me to chat so much about each question so yep look forward to a part two next week (laughs) okay friends uh i'm gonna wrap it up there um i hope that you all have a kick-ass thanksgiving and have so much fun this week um once again me on my soapbox prioritize gratitude prioritize gratitude please it just changes your life. I'm telling you. Um, I am so incredibly grateful for you all and I hope you have a great week. Okay. I'll talk to you next week for part two of the Q and a session. Okay. Bye.